Welcome to Growing in the Gospel with Father Zach Weber. It is the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time. Well, welcome to Growing in the Gospel. Father Zach here, and just to get you ready for this Sunday's Gospel as we transition from the 20th Sunday to the 21st Sunday, continuing in the Gospel of Luke. And in our Gospel this Sunday is going to be difficult, and it's not comforting. But it is challenging, and the Lord challenged us. And last week we heard from the prophet Jeremiah, and one thing that I said in my homily about the prophets is the prophets troubled, trouble the comforted, and they comfort the troubled. So the Lord comes to us and tells us a truth about who will be saved. It's a great question. So our gospel this week comes from Luke 13, 22 through 30. Just encourage you as always, call upon the Holy Spirit, get out a Bible if you have friends, you know, do a Bible study and invite others to study the Word. Invite others to come to confession. Invite others to come to Mass. Be a person of invitation. You'll be amazed at when you persist and you persevere in invitation, you'll see your, your community transform. But ultimately it begins with you to be that agent of change. So our gospel this Sunday from Luke 30, 13, 22 through 30 begins with, Jesus passed through towns and villages teaching as he went and making his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few people be saved? He answered them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. After the master of the house has arisen and locked the door, Then you will stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. He will say to you in reply, I do not know where you are from. And you will say, we ate and drank in your company and taught in our street. You taught in our streets. Then he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. And there will be wailing and grinding of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and you yourselves cast out. And people will come from the east and the west and from the north and the south and will recline at table in the kingdom of God. For behold, some are last who will be first and some are first who will be last. Wow, this is a tough gospel. I'll try to do it justice to not scare you. Um, But these are Jesus' words, not mine. So if you get mad at me for this, just bear with me here. So as we begin with our our gospel today, um, really looking at the Lord talking to us and saying, I do not know where you're from. So from the mouth of the prophet Isaiah, the Lord assures us. So he comes to gather nations of every language. Jesus talking about that from the north, south, east, and west. Um, But you must enter through the narrow gate. And that doesn't mean that our own personal efforts are, are let me say, it does not mean our own personal efforts are, are burdensome. Obligations are what, what makes us Christians, but it's saying yes to the relationship with Christ and accepting what he did for us on the cross. So as we look at this particular gospel, just a few things to really open up as we try to live that narrow path to enter through the narrowness. You know, the Lord says, strive to enter through the narrow gate or the narrow path. And just ask yourself, 
are you doing that? Because the person's asking Jesus, someone comes to Jesus and says, who will be saved? How many will be saved? How many will be safe from eternal damnation from hell, from complete separation? And Jesus, instead of answering the question directly, he says, strive to enter through the narrow door or the narrow gate. So salvation depends first on God's grace, then on our cooperation and obedience. So this is something that Protestants and Catholics disagree on. Some Protestants have come to agree with the Catholic Church on this, but we believe you can look at Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, but also Philippians 2, 12 through 13, where we are saved by faith, right? But then we have to cooperate with that, with that grace. We're, we have to cooperate with the grace that God's given us, what he's done for us on the cross. And then comes the works. So Jesus stress, here stresses the difficulties of the spiritual life. And there's no way we can earn what God did for us on the cross. But then we have to live in accord with that, which is something that Catholics and Protestants disagree on. Where we believe that you are saved by faith and works. And some Protestants, not all, but some believe in you're saved by faith alone. So that's, as Catholics would say, I am saved, I'm being saved, and I hope to be saved because it's a narrow path. Even St. Paul talks about, you know, working out his faith with fear and trembling. And St. James saying, faith without works is dead. Not that our works save us, but they allow us to live in reality of what Jesus did for us on the cross. We treat others better because of what he did for us on the cross. So few will enter God's glory while the door remains open. So the Lord talks about the image of a house, which I think is a good image, and a, and a shut door, a door that's closed. And a person standing outside, he's saying, you standing outside, it's me, that's you standing outside. And we're going to say, Lord, open the door to us. And he's going to say, I don't know where you came from. Or I don't know who you are. And I think that's a really good question to ask. Are you spending time with Jesus to know him? You're hearing the Gospel of John. This is your will, Father. They may know you. Not just in our heads, but through experience of spending time in the Word, community, prayer, adoration, repentance, confession, different conferences, different events, different retreats. You know, and we can't make excuses. You know, it says we ate and drank in your presence and, ta and you taught in our streets, but he'll say to you, I tell you, I do not know where you're from. Depart from me. So although we are heirs to the kingdom, the impenitent of in Israel will be shut out from God's blessings. That means we have to repent. <laughs> Got to go to confession. We have to, we have to turn our lives around and you know, it says, then there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. So the suffering of the demand, of the damned, is said here. And Jesus says again, you know, men will come from east, west, and from north and south. So he invites his family from the ends of the earth to celebrate with the patriarchs. So Jesus evokes all the Old Testament prophecies that, that depict Yahweh regathering the exiled children from Israel from the four points of the compass. You can see that in Psalm 107, verse 3, Isaiah 11, 12, and 43, 5 through 6. So the celebration of the banquet will include Israelites and Gentiles 
in the one family of God. And the Lord wants you and all of your loved ones and your enemies to come to the banquet, which is truly found in heaven. Our true home is in heaven. But we don't have to die to encounter Jesus. We can die to self now, start walking that narrow path, find some friends, be intentional about encountering Jesus and living a faith-filled life. And we will see the Lord in a new way. And we won't even have to ask, you know, let me in. We'll already be in relationship with him. But when we choose to sin and we choose not to repent, we choose to leave the door locked. The Lord doesn't lock the door on us. That's our own choice. So maybe you're struggling. Maybe you're having a hard time. Maybe you're not really sure what to do. You know, music always helps me. The song I'm going to play for you is called Which Road? And it's a song by Luke Spihar, who was here this past year to do a concert for us. So I encourage you to listen to this song and, and look over the word again. Go back to Luke 13, 22 through 30. And really ask yourself that question, Lord, will only a few be saved? Because if you look at the way our world is going right now, it makes you wonder. But instead of answering the question directly, let the parable that the Lord gives us open the door of your heart so you can see more deeply into his. And may Almighty God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I'm meant to move
Every season has its blessings and burdens. Winter winds are forgotten when it's warm. In the end, we can grow from the I've come to find that I learn slowly and most the time the hard way. I meant to move, but I tend to linger and stay. Show me now which road I should take. Show me now which road I should. Show me now which road I should take to 